What it do, baby? It's your boy, Mr. Pro Fights Be Like, here on the Pro Fights Be Like podcast. And we are on episode 30, guys. 3-0. Curry type shit, you know. That's how we doing it. We got some guests on here, though. We uh we got Nora Mazoo in the building. Yes, sir. Derek Christian and Julian Davenport. How y'all doing? Good, good. Yeah, we in there. Yeah. Y'all in here, man. Also, members of Cap Alpha Side Fraternity Incorporated. Yo, yo. yo. We got a uh, DQ and IQ in the building, right? That's yes, correct. Sir. I always thought IQ was like a dope-ass chapter name, bro. <laughs> like, when whenever I hear IQ, I'm like, oh, those niggas smart as hell, man. Oh, man, they outside with it, dog. Them the smart uh, dudes. <laughs> man, it's, it's crazy how it turns out like that because it's like we're from like a mostly engineering school, too. So Yeah, exactly. That, That's so, crazy. Yeah. Like, S&T is like hella smart people and shit, you know? So, and then we make you, you think about ice cream and shit. So, you be thinking y'all like the whipped cream noops or something. <laughs> I mean, you know, that. you know, there, there, there's a, there's a section of the chapter that definitely makes sure that you know the whipped cream is in play out there. Um, but <laughs> I feel like you know we, we like to go the cool route, and I mean th- that's the cool thing about DQ and IQ is like yeah, I don't know if you know the story behind that, but the name was the, the I don't make a chapter was going to be named something else, but because of the strong connection that the Delta Omega chapter had with the Rala Noops there was actually a petition that was made to the fraternity to change the actual name to Iota Omega Chapter. So the name was specifically petitioned to be changed so that we could be DQ and IQ because we're so close brother chapters that we wanted to make sure that that was on record. So that's actually uh, an intentional thing to reflect the brotherhood that the two schools have together. So it's a pretty cool story about the DQ IQ connection that we have. And then we went on to charter U Epsilon Chapter. So we have this DQ IQ U Epsilon chapter connection uh across the state so it's a it's a pretty cool cool story to be a part of definitely man that's that's what's up dog that's uh that's real dope uh can y'all hear me am i good yeah i can hear you yeah man i ain't we can move on i don't know what's going on with this uh on my side uh now i want to act up all of a sudden man but no uh since we, we we here you know um i wanted to talk to you guys about uh, Nora Mizzou. Um, and we can talk about Mr. Suitable. We, we about to talk about a lot of stuff, guys. So, um, first, let's start off with uh, why both of you guys decided to join Cap Alpha Soft Attorney Incorporated. <laughs> you want me to start off, Derek? I'll start off. Um, so for me, it's a little different, a little unique for me because I came from a background with no Greek family members at all. Um, I was pretty much the first Greek in, in my family um, to join a fraternity sorority. Um, outside of seeing like a great aunt, that was all I really saw, and she was an AKA. Um, so I joined because when I was on a Rollins campus, we have a small black population. We had only about 300 black people on campus at the time. Uh-huh. So we already kind of had like a family environment with all the, the black people on campus. Right. Um, so because we're already so small, you're, you, you know, you kind of, encapsulated with seeing the same people and I kept seeing the cabins on the yard and I'm like hmm not to sound cliche but it's like I see the cabins kind of running different orgs on the yard I see the cabins you know leading different groups on the yard having some dope parties too so I mean it's kind of like they had a little bit of everything all working out so I was kind of interested for that reason to start off but then you know I kind of started looking into like the fraternity as a whole 
and just everything aligned with me, especially about achievement, always progressing, always doing better, just kind of all aligned as far as like who I am. So it just kind of made, made sense for me and it, it worked out. Definitely, man. That's what's up. And when you cross? Uh, spring 2008. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. Yes, sir. Gotcha. Yeah. And for me, so I'm Delta Omega Chapter Fall 2007. Deuce Club, just, you know, just a shout out. It's uh, Hey, let them know. Ain't no line without a deuce. Yeah, deuce and, right here, deuce right here too. Exactly. Okay. It's, it's deuce all around. All We're right, here for a reason. All, around. all right, man. For you sure. see, you see why we're friends and business partners and all that. It's like, it, it was written in the stars for sure. Uh, but for me, about my journey, yeah, I'm the same as Julian. I didn't know anything about Greek life when I was graduating high school, except for my sister's boyfriend at the time, he was a member of an organization. He kept telling me about this organization, like, yeah, I think you should check this out when you go to college. But I didn't know anything about anything. What so was the organization? Was, Call it you, know, you know, we don't, we don't have to go all that. It's just, <laughs> it, was, it was a member of an organization. And, you know, he was, he was, he was encouraging me to check that out, which, you know, of course, I ended up checking all the mountains, doing research and all that, and, and, and landed on Capital as the best fit for me. I feel good about that. But at the time, I got the inkling that maybe that wasn't my route. So for me, I've always grown up living under the phrase that men in my life set no good examples. So I worked on the one in the mirror. So for me, I didn't really have like male role models growing up. Like when I, when I, I didn't really look at people around me. I always had like bigger, you know, people out in the world that were kind of like my role models, people from TV, things like that. So when I got to college, it was the first time that I really saw black men men in general, but black men that was like, yo, I could see myself wanting to be like this. And so when I saw that example, it just so happened to be that a, that a commonality amongst all of them, or the majority of them really were, were their members of Cap Opposite. And then of course, when I did my research, just the resilience of the organization and just achievement in every field of human endeavor and just how that literally means no matter what you do, be the best, that really resonated a lot with me. And I felt like, you know, the, the, the distinguished nature of it was what I really connected to. So I feel like, you know, of many different organizations, no matter like what it is, if you walked into an event or a room that was thrown by a member of Cap Outside Friendly Incorporated and there were no colors, uh -huh. no letters with it or anything at all, you yeah. would know that you are in a room of Cap Outside because of the attention to detail and, and the presentation and the showmanship around it. And that really connected with me because it made me step my game up even more about just what I was doing. And I really appreciated that, bringing that out of me in different levels. So, yeah. yeah, Definitely. That's what's up, man. Yeah, I know, um, especially with your ship, man, um, it's funny how I'm, like, connected to all three of y'all. You know, like, Donald was uh, on yard when I was a freshman. Um, and then Brennan, with me being in BBSA, Black Business Students Association on the campus of Mizzou, uh, we got connected that way. And then I believe we got connected probably after I became an alpha, mm -hmm. um, like probably that next semester or whatever the case may be, man. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And we, and, and we got to shout out, shout out our rock, though, Aaron, Aaron Stewart Craig. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shout him out, too. Shout yeah, him yeah, out. Yeah, Shout yeah, him yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Four, yeah, four clubs, you know. Yep, Two clubs, yep, too. Yep. You know? We got we to make sure that we represent <laughs> you know? Yeah, you got to. Yeah, for sure, dog. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, man, uh, like you said, that connection goes a long way, even within, you know, y'all fraternity, even within my fraternity. Um, I think that's why I created Profiles Be Like as well, so that not only can we all feel connected within our own organizations, is that also that we can come together as one uh, for mm -hmm. networking and just yeah. having fun, just kicking it, you know, on a regular, you know, so. 
Um, yeah, and shout out to you for that because honestly, I mean, Profiles Be Like isn't a great platform, and there are a lot of platforms that capitalize off of what Black people do. Like, I mean, even you know, we'll talk about it, but a lot of the stuff that we created was so that we could be in charge of you know our stories, our representation, atmospheres for us, and you know, rather yeah. than having someone else capitalize off what who we are as people to be able to make sure that we are are inside of it and, and managing it the right way and telling the right stories and, and having that is a big thing. So kudos to you for starting Profiles Be Like and really, you know, being the pulse of what's going on to be able to contribute to that story. Cause that's a, that's a huge deal, especially for, you know, you to grow into what you've grown into. Like that's a, that's a, that's a good, that's a really good move. For sure, bro. Appreciate that dog. Um, let's get back into y'all though, you know, so. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm just tell my side of the story before y'all tell how you know how it came came about. But so uh, homecoming 2014, mm. my first homecoming as an alumni. Mm. I hear something about Nora Mizzou. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, what? It's 21 and up, so I'm gonna I'm I'm fuck with it, you know, because I'm I want to be with the older people because you know I was uh, I just turned. 22, going on 22 at the time. So, you know, all right, this is going to be something for the alumni, you know, this and that and the other. You know, I was just thinking it was just going to be, you know, dress up and just go to a regular venue. But I got in that mug and it was like white sheets everywhere. It just looked like real decorated. It was a Jack Daniels representative, a Jack Daniels bar. I still remember like the whole party, bro. And like from that moment, I was like, oh, this is dope. And that was before like I even know like you were y'all were associated with it. Like I just thought it was, you know, somebody else. But once I found out it was you, I'm like, oh yeah, I definitely gotta fuck with it. So that's 2014. And here we are, what, six years later? Six, seven years later? Yeah, this will be the seventh year. Seventh seven years this later. Year. Oh man. So uh tell us, tell us how uh how this idea came into fruition. Yeah. So you know how you have like those movies. Or like the meme where you have like the main character who freezes in the and they're like, I bet you're wondering how I got here. Let me let me take you back and then like rewind. <laughs> like this That's moment you, in time. It was in 2013. Noir was Mazu was born in 2013 because I was standing in the middle of the club. Like imagine a camera over a party, and it's you know predominantly white people in this small club, but there are sprinkles of, of black people there. I'm dressed up, but a lot of people are like dressed down. I was stressed out about, didn't know if I was gonna get in the venue. It's homecoming 2013. People didn't know where they were gonna go. We didn't have an official event. I didn't know how much money I was gonna pay at the door. People were stressed outside. Homecoming 2013 was a mess. It was a mess. It was a mess. It was. And, and, the, and the thing was, again, like I'm looking up at the camera, like I'm in this party. I can't see my friends that I wanna see on the other side. There are a bunch of people I don't know. Nobody's dressed up. I'm like, yo. This is if I'm gonna keep committing as an alumni member to pay my money to come back to Mizzou, it needs to be the experience that I want it to be. And, and the realization at that moment was I was trusting my experience to this phantom group of people who knew what I wanted and was going to create that for me. And I was just gonna walk into it like it was easy. But the truth of the matter is, it, it wasn't like that. Because the thing is, it was last, people do things last minute if they're not planning for it. So realizing that. If you want something for you, you have to create it sometimes is, is what happens. So basically, I, I wrote down at, at that moment, I wrote down a list of all of the reasons why we don't have successful homecoming events to that point consistently. And I came up with an answer for literally every single thing. And then I, and I reached out to, to my ace, you know, down and I was like, hey, you know, we, we should create something around this. 
we did the first one in 2014. We can tell you a story about that. Because uh, that was, I'm glad that you thought it was beautiful because behind the scenes, you know, the first venue was, black people didn't really have access to a lot of venues because fights were- Hell nah. Right? So because we didn't have access to venues, we had to make it a secret at first to make sure that we protected the brand. Yep. So, so that was one of the things. It's like it had to be a secret party because yep. people would start fights. Why would people start fights? Because it's people from outside of the school. So we needed to make sure that only people from in school got in. So we limited the ticket number, only 300 ticket sales. So only people protect only people from Mizzou that were in the party protected it. And so that's all that problem. But um, yeah, we got to the venue. We could only do, <laughs> bro. It was um, it was an Elks Lodge. Yeah. So yes, sir. So and, <laughs> and y'all played that right because. If people found out that the party was in Elks Lodge two weeks, three weeks, a month before y'all even, you know, so y'all played that off great, man. To let people know the day of. Yeah. Like, yeah. But that was secondary, though. That was secondary because we wanted it to be secret first because A, just the allure of it, but B, also okay. to make sure that people, again, people from your school aren't the main ones that are like starting fights and starting problems, people from outside. So the more you let people from outside that don't have the buy-in there, then they then they cause the issues. So we, we yeah. kept the private there. But then also again, black people, we didn't, we didn't really have access to venues at the time. So we had to go with the Elks Lodge. We went in there, we saw it, we were like, we gotta make people forget that they're here and we transformed it. But y'all yeah. turned it from Elks Lodge to like Ritz Carlton Lodge or something like that, dog. Like Man, y'all turned that thing upside down, man. I'm like, man, this ain't Elk Slides. They, they might, might look like Elk Slides on the outside, but this ain't Elk Slides on the inside, man. Y'all, hey, man, y'all did y'all thing and only went up from there, man. Yeah, like, yeah. So 300 tickets in, in I believe, mean, like seven days. Uh, 300 tickets the first day went on went on sales. 300 tickets in seven days, and it sold out since then. And, I mean, even, you know, since we partnered, you know, Mr. Super Bowl came from it. Julian came in as, as a part of it. We took it to the whole next level, and we've done some amazing things since then. I mean, we, we recreated a scene from The Wiz at one of the Oh, yeah, definitely. Yep, I remember that one. Yes, sir. Oh, man, it's – y'all done have some dope things. Hey, while we talking about, let's talk about a little bit about Mr. Suitable before we get back into Nora Mizzou, because we got a lot, I think we got a lot more to cover as far as Nora Mizzou, as far as, you know, um, y'all fifth year, you know, as far as getting stuff together and mm-hmm. what y'all got planned for the future. So let's let's hop into Mr. Suitable right now. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean, with Mr. Suitable, it was kind of like a perfect combination of just kind of me. If anybody knows me and Derek, we both like to dress up. We both like to look look good. We both you know, want to impress not only, you know, ourselves, but other people as well. And one yeah. way of that is with fashion. Yeah. So um, because of that reason, we're like, okay, if we want to try to do something that we love to do instead of, you know, working these jobs that I was working a job at the time where I just didn't really care for it. I felt like a day job. I'm just clocking in at seven, leaving at five. So I said, let me try to focus some energy on, on something that I actually love doing, which is actually looking good. Yeah. So one aspect of that, of course, is with fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of worked best when we were thinking about men's accessories. So Mr. Suitable is a men's accessories brand. Uh, we have ties, bow ties, pocket squares, um, and, and more items than that, of course. Um, but the main thing we have, our tagline is kind of like to you know move forward in style. Not only is it just a, a men's accessory line, it's also to motivate people. You know, if, if fashion is some way to give you confidence in an interview, our confidence uh, when you're giving that presentation, we want to make sure we're part of that conversation. So we kind of are tying that both together kind of as, as a motivational brand on top of just a fashion brand. 
uh, because we both want to get something more out of it than just selling a product. We want to basically inspire people wearing our product to be the better person than they were before they, they had our product. So that's how it kind of started. We started in 2016, um, kind of developing the plan, making it happen. And then in 2018, Dang, we actually launched, launched it. Okay. We okay. started 2018. Yeah. Okay. Got yeah, we launched in 2018. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, we, we both want to kind of make sure that it was, you know, a really good, a good product. We didn't want to just BS it, you know? So yeah, it took for sure. a couple of years y'all. of planning it out. Yeah, a couple yeah, years Yeah, definitely, planning. man. Y'all doing y'all thing with that too as well, man. Um, What's the uh, what's the website? MrSuitable.com. So you spell out MrSuitable, M-I-S-T-E-R, Suitable.com. All right, so y'all heard that. So make sure y'all go support this site, man. Um, they got a lot of dope stuff on there, like they said. So, And he's the creators of it. So, and they black, and they kappa. So if you... <laughs> If you black, if you a Kappa, if you Greek, if you went to school in Missouri, if you went to school in the Midwest, all that stuff. Like y'all just need to go ahead and you know support them. Yeah, well, and we, we gonna leave it at that. Facts. Facts. Yeah. What's and up? We, what's up? And we and we honor that too because every every single time name every every single item is named after a motivational concept. So we have things like the fire starter. We have things like the entwiner. We have so many ties. And and everything is named after something, but the tie specifically is named after something to you put it on and it becomes something. And so we 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 shout out our, our line names actually in one of in one of the ties for, for both Julian and myself too, because it represents something bigger. So it's a it's a cool kind of concept when you look at the That's tie. dope. Wow. Read each of the tie details because it's all it's all says it's designed for a particular kind of person. So you know, you know, you know what you're wearing when you put on the tie, so you can really own that and, and step into it. It's not a about who what you're stepping out in is about who you're stepping up to be so yeah please go check it out yes indeed that's mr m-i-s-t-e-r suitable s-u-i-t-a-b-l-e.com and when you get to the website you get 10 percent off your first order if you join a mailing list so make sure y'all go and do that for sure oh and it's a uh, free shipping on all, all orders over 50 dollars. so uh you know uh ties and socks and uh, cufflinks and tie bars, all type of things. You know that add up real quick. So I mean, it's basically gonna be free shipping because y'all gonna spend fifty dollars or more any anyway, <laughs> right, followers? All right, bet. <laughs> yeah. All right, bet. We got that in there, dog. So uh, let's get back to uh, Norma Zoo. So um, you guys came together. Um, this was at the beginning in twenty fourteen. You guys came together as business partners on Norma Zoo, and yeah, you just so- kind of took off from there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Noir Mizzou took off 2014. And so it's called Noir A Suitable Affair. So that's the full name. And then it's just it's it's abbreviated to Noir Mizzou. That's the hashtag. If you want to search it to see the evolution and all of that. So Noir, it was called Noir A Suitable Affair from 2014 on with the idea that it would always evolve into Mr. Suitable. So like Julian said, 2016 is when we were really crafting Mr. Suitable and then it came to life in 2018. So that just shows you kind of like the plan that we have for it. We always plan to, for it to be a space for black and brown people to be something that's for the culture, that's of the culture, and then to uh, birth something else that is that is beyond that, which is what Mr. Suitable ended up being. So yeah, starting in 2014, uh, you know, Julian and I started kicking around the idea about, you know, what does what is a what does a brand look like from this? And we really just evolved it from there to not only have the weekend evolve from one event, Noir Suitable Affair, a secret Met style, Met Gala style, style oriented 
party that has limited amount of tickets for 21 plus sponsored by Jack Daniels, all these things and just grew it from there. So now it goes from one event on Saturday to a whole entire weekend that we've named Black Gold Weekend to make sure that we have the representation that, that you know, we deserve to have. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed, man. Um, and that first Nora Mizzou party is actually, and this is kind of like my staple now, my, like people like, I guess, know me for this now, but the Nor- first Nora party was the first time I ever wore an ascot. And, uh, okay, okay. and ever since then, I've been wearing ascots ever since. So whenever like, you know, like people in my fraternity or somebody else be like, oh, you got on the ascot up, oh, there goes Javon and his ascot again. And now like, you know, people be, hey, you like this ascot? How does this look on me? This and that and the other. So, hey, Nora Mazoo stepped my game up a little bit, man. Because, you know, <laughs> once I broke out that ascot, I ain't went back since, man. So, I mean, hey, Nora Mizzou, Nora, uh, let me call it the right thing, Nora Suitable Affair, um, it kind of, you know, it, it brings out the best in individuals, you know, like when it comes to, you know, expressing who they are, their style, what what they, what they their flavor is, you know, things of that nature. Like you, how you uh, talked about the Wiz party, you know, with everybody with their specific colors and man, like it brings out the best in people and not just people, black people in general, because we can all come together and celebrate as one. So, and I think that's the uh, thing people like about Nora Mizzou is what Nora a suitable affair as well because um, I think for a long time we never really had we never really I mean we've always had our black space at Mizzou you know we've had like when we were in, in undergrad like M- Black Mizzou homecoming things of that nature but when it came to hanging out as alumni we you know we tailgate and do all that you know we there were you know parties at Bangkok Gardens for alumni, but it wasn't, you know, like, you know, like something like this to where we can, you know, we we work hard for what we did, you know, like we we all go to work, we do this, we start businesses, this and other. We should want to, you know, dress up nice and, you know, show off what we, you know, got, whether somebody, you know, got jewelry, women got jewelry or pearls they want to show off for. It should be a night for that, you know. If somebody want to buy a booth or something, you know, turn up. Like, that's what this is for, you know. It's black excellence all around. So, and that's what I believe uh, Nora, a suitable affair, brought to Mizzou, so. Yeah, and, and, that, and that honestly means a lot more than, more than you know, because, you know, to a lot of people who are listening to this right now, it could sound like we're talking about a party or a homecoming experience, which on its face, it's, that is what it is. But if you look deeper in that, it's about a celebration of culture, and it's like culture on a lot of levels. So, Mizzou is credited with creating homecoming in 1911. Yep which is a great year, you know, by the way. Here we go. It, uh, I'm, I'm just, I mean, I just feel like we had to just, we just had to just recognize. I co-sign that. I co-sign that. <laughs> you feel it? I mean, there, there are other great years as well, you know, but, you know, 1911, this is something special about that. You know, homecoming was created and came outside, you know, fraternity incorporated. But 1911, we, Mizzou created homecoming. And so, you know, you, the place, the birthplace of homecoming should have, a homecoming experience that matches that strong history that it has. Yeah. That's, just, that's, that, that's just the first point. The second point is homecoming is special at Mizzou because it's it's a special group of people. And it's not just only Mizzou, but it's like the University of Missouri, you know, school system that Julian's a part of, that so many of, of, of my close friends too are a part of. We, we have a special unity for that. And so we deserve that space to come together and do it. And that's around homecoming because even though Mizzou was what, like 8% black people? At, at yep. The yep. Started, uh-huh. You yep. know, 
30,000 plus students, 8% black people. With that percentage, there's still such a unity amongst black people at Mizzou that we deserve that space. And the threat is if we don't have consistent things for us coming to home, for, for homecoming, we're not going to come back, which means that we don't have the opportunity to really get together like we should. And that's a threat to who we are as people. Because yeah, it's like a party and time to kick it, but people are investing their dollars, getting on planes back when we can get on planes, getting driving in cars to go down there to really be there. And it's like, if you don't feel value for your time, you cannot go. If you don't go, you might not reconnect with people that, you know, has yep. such a big impact on your life. You don't, we, we don't have to wait until weddings for these things if we really cater over events like this that really bring us together and and the only other thing i'll say is it's a blessing because now that we're in our seventh year there are you know eras of students at mizzou who don't even know homecoming without noir mizzou they they are waiting to turn 20 crazy bro so they can get there and they just think that it always happened but it really happened from an idea and that's just encouragement to anybody you know that's listening to this it's like Five years from now, somebody could be sitting in your idea if you just birth it and let it go. And they will not know the world without it, or they'll think about, they'll, they'll think like, where where were you when I needed you all this time? And to hear, you know, people like you say that, like, I was waiting, you know, I was finally of age to go there. And now they're, they're dreaming about that their whole entire, you know, college career until they're finally a senior. It's such a blessing because, you know, God brought us together to do that and to see, you know, that plan carry out. It's a, it's a blessing to see. So that, it's great to hear. For sure, man, for sure. Let's talk about y'all college days a little bit. Um, the reason why I was bringing up college days is because uh, listeners, as y'all know, and this is, you know, a plug for me to remind y'all that college days is uh, coming soon this week mm. to uh, YouTube, um, our animated series. So um, make sure y'all tune in when uh, that thing get uploaded to YouTube. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about y'all college days real quick. You know, uh, what, did, what did y'all major in when, uh, you know, y'all were at, um, Missouri S and T and Mizzou. Uh, I was electrical engineer. Of course, I know. Nah, it. it's something like, engineering. You knew that. You 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 can't <laughs> brush up his shoulders. Did you see that? He, he uh, his exactly. You know, electrical yeah. engineering. Yeah. Doubly, doubly, yeah. Yeah, man. Like you can't go to Missouri S and T and not like major in no type of engineering. I think if you go to like S and T for like education, I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I why? mean, you, you have those people, and it's the successful people too without oh, engineering yeah, degree. But sure. but yeah, it's it's rare. It's rare. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, what are you in engineering now? Yeah, so I'm still in the electrical engineering field. But I mean, telling you back in Rolla when I was there, it was a struggle because I mean, then it's a little better now, but then it was probably like 10 percent to, to 90 percent as far as women to men ratio. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, short story, I was at Mizzou a lot kicking it because. You know, uh, yeah, that's that's really why, you know, I want to <laughs> talk about these college days, man, because I know you've been I, I, I even when I was back in school, I feel like IQ used to come up in. Oh yeah, stuff like that. You know, yeah, we kicked it heavy. I mean, we were up there at least you know twice a month probably, and and DQ would come down, and you know, Mulep would come down to Rolla too. So I mean, we all kicked it, we all traveled, and we kind of had to do that just to kind of get our mind off the books sometimes, because you know, at school you'll be in the books so heavy, you need to get that break on the weekends. I feel you, man. So that was the way. Yeah, definitely. Um, Do y'all have like a? um, Maybe this was when I was there. Do you have like a, a DQ IQ weekend or whatever? Or was that yeah. when I was there? Or is that was that a little so bit after y'all? We do we've been doing a, a actually it's called a reu- we got a reunion every two okay. years. Yeah, okay, okay. So, yeah. That's and what's what up. we 
what we do is basically we switch campuses every two years. So it'd be in Como one year and, and then two years later in Rolla. So that's, yeah. we've been doing that for, I want to say it's been about 30 years or so. Oh, that's what's up, that. man. Hey, that's the that. type of bonds that need to be, you know, created within, you know, not yeah. only chapters, but other chapters as well. That's dope, man. Yeah. That's and dope. I mean, you know, when you get old head status, you're getting together and you can reminisce and all that. I can officially probably say that I'm over 10 years in now. So I, Yeah, I can, man. I, I was just that. thinking about it. God damn. Y'all both, what, 13 <laughs> years in the game? God. Y'all older than my cousin. My, y'all probably know my cousin. Uh, Milton Kidd. He crossed uh, at uh, SIU Edwardsville. Spring 05, I want to say. Yeah. Um, uh, what's his chapter? Um, Two Fly. Uh, I don't know. That's how you we probably know. Most yeah, likely. yeah. Probably Milton Kid. Uh, he uh, yeah. I think he oh five or something. He's Trey Club, but uh, he uh, of course wanted me to become a Kappa. And uh, uh, he uh, when I got to Mizzou, he told me you know holler at um, he told me holler at Donald mm-hmm. um, because he knew Donald and uh, Greg Green because uh, we all from mm-hmm. East Saint. And uh, since Greg Green was from East Saint as well, he was like, yeah, holler at them because Greg was in Kappa League or something, I think, or whatever when. Yeah, uh, my cousin was there, but you know he tried to get me on that train, but you know I decided to do another train, dog. That was because I well, he how I originally started was he was supposed to come get me to like go to like Kappa League or something. I was like real young, mm-hmm. it never happened. Um, so then uh, my mom she went to uh, one of her class reunions, and uh, it was an alpha there, mm-hmm. and he, uh, she you know tell him about me. You know I go to Cardinal Ritter, this and other grades, and he's like, oh, he should be part of our male mentoring program. He came and picked me up every Saturday. We went to whatever Alpha event it was and this and that and the other. And that's how I just got ingrained with it, dog. So um, I wasn't even paying attention. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that. <laughs> Dragging him along. And then when I when I, when I I probated him, man, he was like, I can't believe you. I was uh, like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So but Everybody has their own journey, you know? Yeah, you, definitely, you, man. You're called to what you're called to. And I feel yeah. like, you know, it, it, it's, it's good. It's good energy. I mean, I like it when I mean we're supposed to we're supposed to be bettering each other. So I mean, I, there's nothing wrong with with friendly rivalry that you know oh, yeah, for helps sure. you helps you elevate. And that's yeah. what and that's what we we really are. I mean, especially like when you get onto the working world, like yeah, it can get a little crazy in, in college days and, and undergraduate. But I feel like Mizzou for the most part had a very strong culture of NPAC Greeks to have all all of the orgs chartered there, which is, you know, special yeah. to Mizzou as well. Yes, but, sir. But yeah, but once you get out into the working world, I mean, you know, NPAC makes the world a whole lot smaller. And you know, if it, you you you'll find you'll find more friends than you will than you will people that's trying to have a stroll off in the in the, in the middle of a target. It's like <laughs> we are trying to <laughs> we are trying to trying to trying to be our best out here in the middle know? of target. Yeah, ain't that's nobody funny. trying to break the stroll line at Target. <laughs> hey, right. exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, Derek, what what did you major in when you were at Mizzou? Uh, so, I graduated with a degree from the School of Journalism. So strategic communications, advertising and public relations. I started off in broadcast and then I switched over to advertising. So that's partially responsible. You know, the, the broadcast voice is partially responsible. Why you don't hear a lot of her and there in my St. Louis accent. You know, I, I got to make sure that I sound like I'm from wherever it is that I could have potentially went. Hazel, oh. Hazelwood Central representing. Did you go to Central? Yeah, we both went to Central. Oh, Julian, you, right? oh, Julian, you was oh, yeah, central too. Now you oh, seeing man. that connection right there? Oh, yeah, I yeah. see it. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, and we, and we really at some point we have to run. We have to run our connection between Julian and myself because there's it's like we we just go just go just move up it real quick just to take a sidebar. But it's like Julian and I 
went to the same high school, Hazel Central, St. Louis, Hazelwood Central. And, you know, Julian, <laughs> he won senior superlatives. We talking about Mr. Suitable, Julian. What, what, what was your senior superlative that you, that you won at Hazel Central? I did get the best dressed, but I will say it was probably because it was the pop collar. The pop collars won one, one of those days. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, so we, so from from there, uh yeah, he won um for his year, best dress. Um I got most likely to be famous, you know. I guess that's that's still being worked on. But um, you know, me on this podcast. So yeah, hey. that's, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's you know, you know, so so here we are. But yeah, so yes, sir. Same high school. Then we, you know, we're in the same friendship circle. Then we went to, you know, brother colleges as well as, you know, I'm DQ, he's IQ, and, you know, started a business together. Also in undergrad years, you're talking about college days. So Julian was the junior province vice poem mark, which is the highest ranking undergraduate in the Middle Western province of the fraternity when oh, he wow. was an undergraduate. Yeah. And so he, he was that. And I was an undergraduate grand board of directors member, which I was like in the White House of the fraternity at the time. And so yeah. it was like, I, I was that, and, and I was a part of the Council of Junior Parliament's Vice Pole Marks, which are the, which is the leadership team of the undergraduates of the fraternity at the time. So J- Julian's a JVP, I'm an undergraduate grand board member. So we're working together, doing all these things, making all these programs for the, for the, for the whole entire province together, working on things together. We threw parties together and then, you know, we just grown that from Noir to Mr. Suitable. We're, you know, groomsmen at each other's weddings. So it's kind of like it's just been that history since high school all the way to now and it just keeps on growing and growing. So it's uh, super dope. That's what's up, man. Wow. But when, I took you on a tangent though, but I graduated with a strategic communications advertising degree. So that was the answer to your question. Uh, no, you good, man. That's, that's, that's what we're here for, dog. Like the bond started a long time ago, back at, you know, Central. And, you know, going and finally into those college days and up until now. So that's about, shit, damn, like 20 years of friendship. Man, it it, it feels like a lifetime. And, and honestly, like, I'm super grateful to have Julian as a friend and as a business partner, too, because, you know, you know, things are great when you have an understanding of someone. And like I said, we worked together on so many levels since high school days. So we really got an understanding of the working relationship. And, you know, we really complement each other well there because things that I don't like to do, Julian loves to do. <laughs> and the things like that, what? man, like paperwork, <laughs> like I can, like the thing is Julian and I, Julian and I, we both can do it on our own, but you know, he, likes to you know file the paperwork that we need for you know our our s why why you know, man that's, IQ. That's, that's me in the core IQ. man <laughs> yeah but then, but then look at that's derek though like if you're talking about how the you know the division of noir like how you walked in it would just look beautiful right like that's not me i know i can't do that i would probably have us in like a cardboard box or something <laughs> We kicking it in there so i'm behind the scenes maybe you know ordering something or tracking yeah. the so it's kind of like you. we got that dyna- dynamic right there. For sure, man. And you know they say opposites attract, dog. And that's usually what what's what's the best what's needed for business, you know. And not having you know the same like minded ind- individuals, it's always best to have someone who thinks different from you because the only way you're going to be able to succeed and propel and you know all those other uh, words, um, that's the only way you're going to keep this train moving. So. Um, mm-hmm. And y'all doing that with nor nor a suitable affair, man. So once again, kudos to y'all. So what? Um, so we in year seven, um, and seven is a a, a great number. Um, 
with the current climate, what's going on with NOR? Because have they canceled homecoming homecoming, uh, officially? No. So homecoming has moved to October the 17th. So previously it was October 24th and now it is October the 17th. And so, yeah, we, um, we have some, something really special planned because like you said, All right. seven, seven is a, seven is a great, great number. We, we can't release it just yet, but we encourage everyone listening to go to noirmazoo.com, N-O-I-R-M-I-Z-Z-O-U to sign up to make sure that when everything drops, you see it first. And so we specifically encourage you know, people from Mizzou to, to look into it, but anyone that's listening, you're encouraged to look, look into it too, because it'll be virtual. So we really want to make sure that in the virtual space that we are showcasing all of the greatness that Mizzou has, to, that Black Mizzou has to offer, and we're going to make sure that we that we do it justice. Definitely, for sure, and of course, pro fights be like everybody. We all looking forward to it, man. So, you know, we supporting and going to be on board with it. Um, let's talk about uh, an initiative that you guys have launched called Buy Black Mizzou, which I thought was a great fucking idea. If I want to say, because like you get to see what other black people are doing, you know, like look, look at down that list of alumni as you saying, oh, dang, so-and-so's doing this. Um, so-and-so's doing that, you know, um, it, it's good to for us to, you know, build that support within um, black Mizzou, as well as having, you know, not only people that went to Mizzou support the initiative, but those um outside of Mizzou, whether like like at SNT or Umsu or SLU or wherever the case may be. So um let's talk a little bit about Bob Black Mizzou, um how the how the idea came about, what what is it about and um uh, how people can continue to support it. Yeah, so Bob Black Mizzou was birthed like Noir Mizzou was birthed. I mean the thing is if there's any nugget that anybody can get from it, 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 it should be that more than likely there are more people like you. And if you feel that something needs to exist, then it needs to exist. And whether or not you see it in your immediate network, that it needs to exist, if it is put inside you to create it, you should. And that was an awakening for Julian and I when we did Buy Black and Zoo because, you know, you have such a, a, a surgence of people wanting to support black owned businesses and at the root of noir suitable affair and noir mazur our, our black gold homecoming weekend it's just about giving black and brown people the credit that they deserve like we're not here to beg for what we don't deserve we're here to get what we earned and like we we deserve these spaces that we walk into and so when we're looking for these lists of people you know like i said it's about the university of missouri system that's you know that's mizzou that's you know the Missouri S&T and Rala, that's, you know, UMKC, like all, all of that. It's like, we're all one big family. So we have people within that, that are saying, okay, I want to support, you know, black owned businesses. Moreover, I want to support people who come from the same background that I do. So Mizzou, right? So (laughs) looking around and saying, there should be a black owned business list for Mizzou. And we looked around like, where's that at? And we kept looking and that didn't exist. And so there's a, a Mizzou Black alumni group chat 
that, you know, reached out to and said, hey, does this exist? They said no. And because we built the Noir Mazoo brand specifically to have a, a unmonitored way for us to unite Black people under a, a, a structure that can reach out to them quickly to mobilize for this type of stuff, we knew that we had to be the ones to do it because we created that structure in the first place. And so we wanted to be, we wanted New Orleans to be more than just an event. We wanted it to be a structure that allowed black and brown people the ability to connect throughout the year. And Bob Black Mizzou is just the, the thing that we, it, it just made sense. We wanted a black owned business list. We decided to create it. We had the website and the email list and the social media accounts already together. We didn't need to ask permission from anyone because we created it. So we did it. And it is amazing to see, you know, it take off. We had over 2000 website uh, hits in, you know, within within the first like couple of weeks or so for people going to to get the list. We had over like 10,000 shares of people across social media platforms just sharing the graphics that we created. And it, again, it was another hub of people who wanted to see themselves and it was just the right thing to do. And from there, we're, we're doing a lot more where we're trying to make sure that we create the list, we're sharing the list, we want to, you know, collaborate in, you know, in the future about maybe getting in the Mizzou bookstore, like, you know, being featured in certain places, because it's more than just about having the list together. We want to make sure we're creating a network for for black owners from the University of Missouri system to be able to connect, to be able to share their items and to be able to get the credit that they deserve for taking a taking a risk that it is to be an entrepreneur in this world. Definitely, man. And um like I said, just another grand idea, guys, because um, like I said, it's important to, um, especially with, you know, the climate that's going on, you know, um, in the world, in the United States. Um, we all know what happened here in St. Louis um, back in 2014. We know what uh, happened in Kentucky about four month, three, four months ago. We know what just happened this week. Um, with uh, the guy getting shot in the back. Um, like so many, and there's so many instances to where, you know, we've um, come to closer together as Black people, and this is one of those instances. Um, when people try to tear us down, we only climb higher. Um, and I believe that um, this Buy Black Mizzou initiative did that because not only, like I said, not only are we like, you know, supporting Black businesses, but these are people we went to school with, we are connected with. Um, so I, I I, truly applaud you guys for getting that initiative started. And um, what I'm going to start doing is, um, the reason why I want to interview you guys first is because I'm going to start like a Buy Black Mizzou theme for the podcast by like interviewing some of the Greeks who are on that list for Buy Black Mizzou. So um, just thinking of it as its own, you know, own episodes, sub-episodes of his own. So um, I'm going to be interviewing some of the Greeks that are on that list on this podcast so that more people could, you know, find out about their businesses. I mean, basically the conversation we have in the day, you know, um, mm-hmm. their organizations, things of that nature as well. So, um, so you got to interview yourself then. You gotta interview yourself. <laughs> who, who, who you gonna get? You know, <laughs> I'll be like, "What I do, baby? This is uh, Mr. Profiles be like, and uh, I'm here to interview with Profiles be like. How you doing, Profiles be like? Conversation with myself. Hell no. <laughs> you, got, you, gotta do, you gotta do a split screen. You gotta do a split screen where you interview yourself. You, one, one is in an ascot, and then the other one, and the other one doesn't. And you just gotta, 
You got to do it. Listen, hey. listen, Julian, like, we're going to give him some Mr. Suitable. <laughs> we're in here first, right? We, gonna, here we, we go. Get we got to send him that care package today. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, yeah. I, I feel y'all, dog. Hey, that's some Kanye Yeezy shit right there, dog. That's a dope initiative, though, man. Because isn't it crazy how, like, we, like, it's an evolution of, like, being Greek. Like, when yeah. you're in college, you're mm-hmm. thinking it like, it's so, you know, it's such a big rivalry. I'm not messing with the alphas or I'm not messing with the sigmas. Yeah. And then now you starting this initiative, you're interviewing different Greeks, you're trying to promote different Greeks' businesses. Like, that's how it should be. That's why it was Definitely, built. man. And that's that's been my mindset, like, since I became Greek. I never, I never, I mean, of course I want to join my organization because that's what I want to be an alpha. Yeah. But I've always been the type of person to want to bring people together. Um, even like in high school, middle school, like all my days, because I mean, I grew up an only child. My sisters are a lot older than me. They're in their forties, fifties. So um, I grew up in a house by myself. Um, and I just kind of like to be around people um, mm-hmm. and not really, you know, I'm not really a conflicted person, you know, things of that nature. So when it came to like, you know, um, if the alphas and the Qs are, or the kappas and the Qs, can't, I'm, I like, well, why are we doing this? Like, it's, right. it's really no point, you know? Like, and mm-hmm. as I get older, like, more people start to realize, like, the stuff we used to trip off in undergrad and high, it, none of that stuff really even mattered at the time, man. We all black. We all trying to get this money. We all trying to succeed in life. So, um, but yeah, uh, Profiles Be Like is on that list. Uh, we yeah. probably won't be interviewing ourselves, uh, but but we will be interviewing uh, some of the Greeks. It's a lot of Greeks on that list, a man. Lot of Greeks. A and lot I of was Greeks. looking, I was like, damn, so-and-so doing this, so-and-so doing that. It's, it's, it's great to see that they got that, you know, that platform to um, show show what they're doing in the world. Because, um, you know, we some people don't come back for homecoming. So some people, you know, get lost in the sauce sometimes because you're like, oh, I, ever, I wonder whatever happened to so-and-so. And they doing this kickboxing business or whatever the case may be. So, um, and, and that's why that's important, though, because th- that's why we can't lose homecoming, because sometimes who you were in college is not who you grew up to be. And if you want to rekindle those experiences, homecoming is when you do that, because otherwise, yep. where are you going to get that opportunity? So this is yeah, this sure. helps provide a bridge to get people back. And another thing, you know, you know, you likely have a large Greek audience, but talking about how there are a lot of Greek members on this Bob Black Mizzou list, Greekdom gives you the access to be business minded if you're in there, you know, if, if your chapter's doing it right like they should be, yep. it really puts you in that mind to be able to do it. It gives you a network of people. Like I said, Julie and I have worked together on a lot of different projects. And if I run the list of what we've done, we started we started a national program named I Care, you know, with it, that came from the Delta Omega chapter. But it was in the same time when, like I said, Julian and I were on that Council of Junior Problems Vice Poll Marks. It came from the Midwest and rose to be a national program within the fraternity because we sourced it. But Julian and I, we were working on the Dining with the Capitals events and all of that, making this structural thing. So when it came down to business, you know, running a party, we know how to run parties. Javon, you know, like how many, how many yep. Zeta Alpha parties have, have there been? Like, you know how to run a party. You know the logistics yes, of it. You know if, you know, you're learning from pro fights who, you know, being in Greek organizations gives you access. I'll never forget uh, Anoop told me this. He's like, being a member of an organization gives you, well, he's talking about capital, so he's like being a member of capital, but I'm expanding it yeah, to yep, organization. Yep. Being a member of organization gives you access to people's offices where if you weren't a member, you wouldn't even get to the front door. Yep. And, and that's and that's real. It's like, we have all of this experience to all these people. We could walk up to a stranger, a millionaire stranger on the street and become best friends in a moment because we're still in the, we're in the same organization. And with that kind of access, there's no 
there's no reason why you shouldn't be learning if you're in an organization from that and being able to use that for your for, for your favorite. Because again, Javon, you as an alpha, Julian as a new, me as a new, we can send an email to somebody and get instantly connected because of that connection. So why wouldn't we be using that to our advantage to build each other up and become business owners? So it is it's not as surprising that there are a lot of Greeks that are business owners because we've low-key been running businesses at least since college. And if we're doing it right, we, we leverage those connections to build across it because we have a built-in support system because if we're doing it right, we're supporting each other. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed, man. Man, uh, this has been a, a good episode, man. Um, I'm trying to make sure I, ain't, I haven't missed anything. Um, y'all got anything y'all want to add? No, I mean, I did want to highlight, uh, I think you asked earlier about like college days. I'm kind of linking it to that. Uh-huh. Think, about, think about like just about how rare we are. Like one, how many black people are going to college? Yep. And two, how many people actually stick through it and graduate? For sure. And three, come back and celebrate for homecoming. And I think that kind of links it all together for Noir to come back and just celebrate, you know, really black excellence and just, you know, we're black, we're educated, we're doing different things. We got things that are going on in our lives that are amazing. So let's just, you know, get together, celebrate. Let's look good. And I think that's just one aspect of homecoming that was missing that, you know, we kind of feel that hole for people to come back, not have to worry about an unsafe environment, not have to worry about what to do because the plans are already out there for you. You can just come back and kick it. And I think that's just something we just want to keep to the core of Noir every year. And that's what we're planning to do every single event. Definitely, man, for sure. Yeah. And, and to know that you're cared for, because the thing is, like, you know, it sounds like, oh, yeah, they're just throwing a party. It is it is work. It, it, it is work. We don't see homecoming, Julie. We, we, we are staying behind <laughs> building things, building things while people are at tailgates, because we are making sure that everything is together. Like, you know, we are, in a sense, and not saying it out of pity, but we are sacrificing our homecoming experience because it means a lot that people can pay money and just walk into something with ease and to and to know like that trust is strong like for you javon to be like yo i'm gonna go to my home homecoming because i trust that they're going to do it justice means a lot and that and that trust doesn't just you know that doesn't pass us we we, we take that seriously and we like i said we've been planning we had the venues together since last year COVID changed some stuff but like that's how much we're thinking about it. we had things together all since last year so without you thinking about us we're thinking about you and then when you when we come to mind during homecoming we, we, we've got you because we care about the experience of us coming together definitely for sure also um since Nora is one of the reasons why um i start wearing ascots Nora is also the reason why i keep jack daniels at the bar as well so you know i got my uh jack daniels here you know at the bar okay thanks to nor you know nor got me started with ascots and drinking Jack Daniels. So I always make sure I keep a bottle of Jack at the bar. Shout out to Jack Daniels if y'all listening. The sponsor. Yes. There you go. There yes, you sir. Go. Yes, yeah. indeed, man. Hey, um, sponsor since 2014. Again, sponsorship that came from a new. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. That's so dope, dog. Yeah. And we, and we really have to shout out everybody else that, you know, and especially, you know, we're talking about the fraternity element. We have to shout out so many um, noobs that. Yeah, shout out to the team. Out. <laughs> just since the beginning, I mean, you know, Khalil Simmons, Pani, Donald, we had uh, Yoshi, we have Brennan Duvall, we have man um, Reggie Say, who was who was the DJ. We have to shout out Sharon 
She's a Greek. She was the first DJ that did Noir back in 2014. Man, it just... Vernon Driscoll, Hassani Henderson, so many, so many dudes from, from the Delta Omega chapter in general are just there to really kind of, you know, um, Roderick Fields, so many dudes that are, you know, Chris Chandler. I mean, they just keep coming. You know, I'm, I'm really about to just start spinning the lineage. I mean, in a minute. I, I, I was so talking like you, you still going in order of ships, ain't you? <laughs> I, I didn't go with different sort of side and show favoritism, but, uh, you know, um, but yeah, it's, it's just, it's just so many, so many people that, added their magic to it but again really the sauce comes from the heart of the people who attend them as a black black Missoula is really 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 something special and again it goes out to uh university of missouri school system because again julian's a part of that like julian's as much uh at the at the heart of that as anybody like it is a it's a strong system but it comes from such a special place and so many, so many special people that they deserve, that they deserve what we put together. So a lot of people, you know, really poured into that. But it re- it's really the people who come back every year consistently, no matter what, through through the struggle times, they still came back. Now we're just giving them something that they deserve to come back to better. But, you know, that shows you the dedication because they were willing to struggle it out just to be able to see each other. And that just shows you how how worthwhile it was to see each other. And, and that needs to be protected at all costs. For sure, dog. Um, Julie, are, are you in St. Louis? I'm actually in Dallas. Oh, Dallas. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to get to Dallas one day, dog. That's that's where one of my teams at Cowboys, you know, I try to get uh, at least man, once a year to come not watch one of those, Not one of those oh, guys. Oh, man, nah. yeah, I'm one, I'm one of them, dog. I'm, I'm one nah. of them, man. <laughs> I'm definitely one of them. And then uh, Chicago, um, I'm, a, I'm a season ticket holder uh, for the Bulls, Derek. So um, I'll be up there. Well, I mean, of course, not pre-COVID, of course, you know, I was coming up there, man. So... Um, I'm gonna have to link with y'all whenever I get to those cities, man. Uh, post COVID or whatever the case may be, so we can we can kick it and rap and talk in person and stuff, man. Um, y'all got um y'all social medias y'all want to share? Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever y'all want to share. If y'all got yeah. a, a podcast coming soon, you know, put that out there as well. But yeah, go for it. For sure. So just encourage everyone to follow the motivational men's accessories line, Mr. Suitable. So that's at M-R-S-U-I-T-A-B-L-E. So Mr. Suitable, that's the men's motivational accessories line of ties, tie bars, socks, and beyond. Then, of course, please follow Noir Mizzou. That's at N-O-I-R-M-I-Z-Z-O-U across all social media platforms. That is the tip poll event for Mizzou Homecoming, Noir Suitable Affair. And, you know, I, my personal IG is D Christian I I so D C H R I S T I A N I I two. It's my second. Also, shout out to Deuce Clubs, and yeah, those are those are those are those are the channels. Noir Mizzou, Mister Suitable, D Christian I I. I will give you mine, but I'm taking a little break from Instagram right now. <laughs> but uh, if you want to, if you want to add me on there, is Asian Maven. That's the name of it. Uh, but it's going to be in my inbox just waiting for a while till I get back on there. For sure, man. This was a, a good episode, man. Uh, I really appreciate you guys taking the time out to join. Uh, join me in discussing Noir, Mr. Suitable, by Black Mizzou. Um, and like I said, we're going to start a little series on uh, interviewing some of those Greeks on that list, man. So, um yeah, I'm yeah. I'm 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 gonna play this one song for y'all real quick because uh, I man. I know it's y'all shit and it's it's been my it's before I even knew it was a Kappa song, it was like a song I like, and 
apparently, I guess it's probably just like a Midwest Kappa song or whatever. Because like I asked, you know, one of my homies on the West Coast, I'm like, oh yeah, that's a jam. You know, it's like wait, well, I've never heard of this. You know, yeah, yeah like yeah, that's that's that candy. Shit. I'm like, wait, y'all don't know about this? Like this, like as soon as this beat drop, I'll be like, wait a minute. Hey, just instantly. As soon as it drops, it's just different. Hey, I, I, I thought I saw you uh, roaming your, uh, your, your your forehead, Derek. You was about to start selling or something, dog. Hey, you about to get it in real quick, uh, Yeah, I, I won't do it in a Target, but you know, <laughs> in, in the interview area, you know, you can throw some bowls. Uh, so, so I feel like now is just every wedding. That's about it. That's the last time I've been in there. Yeah. When the last time y'all stroke? Uh, might have been my wedding like a couple years ago for me. Man. Oh, man. Derek, when the last time you stroke? Publicly? Yes, publicly. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all say, Do we? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, we're working a lot of times. So, I mean, we'll, we'll try to run out there, but I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a swarm of noobs, you know, when that song comes on. So, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're typically working the front door. But last time I publicly strolled was probably. Oh, uh, Founders Day, duh. Founders Day this year. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right, same And here. we kind of taking our Founders Day for granted, you know, like, because that was the last Founders Day we, like, actually, I don't know what our what Founders Day looking like, you know, for the next year or whatever, but people was outside kicking it for their Founders Day, but, I mean, like, for, like, y'all's in January, like, who knows what we're going to be January 2021, so it's like, I'm dang, I'm grateful I was able to get out in January or December or November or whenever you were founded to, you know, get out and kick it with people, man. Um, I really hope this uh, pandemic passes, man, because I know a lot of people missing that connection with, you know, uh, organizations, fraternal, sorority organizations. Because that's important, man. Like, man, just being around black people in general, people with like-minded, people who are different in different organizations as well. Um, I just hope we can get past this pandemic soon. Yeah, but what you know, I mean, if people are doing their, their, their diligence and Due diligence following Noir Mizzou going on that website. You know, you're oncoming. We're not gonna. We're, we're gonna make sure that people stay connected. So definitely. You don't have to wait till January. Knees, cheek to cheek, and pound for pound. Man, that's that shit. Hey, <laughs> classic. Underground was outside with it, man. I gotta try to find that vinyl, man. I wonder if it's a digital underground vinyl somewhere. I gotta put that in the collection. I just started a little. little uh, vinyl collection of you know just the, i don't even have like a vinyl player i don't even play these vinyls like i just leave them wrapped up i'm just like i probably see the ones in the back just chilling like i i don't open them like i just like them to like collect them and shit i know it's it's just a little some weird thing i do as far as because people are like why are you collecting vinyls but you ain't playing i'm like shit i like the colors of them like and it they all they all mean something differently like you know like I got the 808s and Heartbreak, you know, like I'm trying to collect all the Kanye because he's one of my favorite artists, you know, uh, the Ludas, the, you know, this and that and the other, man. So it's just a little collection thing. Don't let him shame you. So many people collecting shoes and don't wear them. <laughs> that sound like me. Damn, you got me again. <laughs> you got me again, dog. I mean, I, I and that's what about this pandemic, man, because I, I wear my shoes. Um, but I haven't been able to, man, because I ain't been going nowhere to like wear them, you know, so. You got to get fresh to the grocery store, man. You got to use the clothes and the shoes somewhere. <laughs> Put more up somewhere, huh? No, just, I don't, just, don't, just don't have a stroll-off in them in, in Target. Oh, hell no. I ain't doing that. <laughs> hell no. And I don't want to get uh, Corona on my J's either, dog. So it's like... Corona <laughs> <laughs> you know? on the J's. Step on my J's. Hey, so is it... Back to this Target thing. 
Did y'all actually stroll in Target? Is it just something, you know, you just made up? Made up? Nah, I All right, because I, I was about to it. say, if, if y'all was strolling in Target back in y'all college days, you should have shared that, dog. Wait, hold up. Neos be like, you know how strolling goes down. It doesn't matter when you are a Neo, you stroll instantly. That is your job. That is your job to stroll. And and that's how I found Founders Day. These, these ladies, they were like, stroll for us, stroll for us. Older news like, oh, no, no. It's like, listen, if you are... Two years and under, your job in this type of stuff <laughs> is to stroll. You have to put on a show at all at, at all costs. Like music comes so on sorry. instantly, instantly. Neos be like that is a yeah. requirement. I feel you, and it's even like uh, Thanksgiving and Christmases. I'm sure when y'all with y'all families and the song come on, on your family, I oh, do that little one thing y'all be doing. I was literally just over at my mama house yesterday because I found my bricks over there, and I was like, oh shoot, here go my bricks. And she's like, oh, do that, do that one step y'all did. I'm like, mom, I'm not finna do this right now. Like, what? Like, why do I need to do this? One, I'm by myself. And two, my knees hurt. So <laughs> you good. Y'all, y'all need me. Y'all, y'all, y'all need me to show right now. So yeah. but yeah, man. Um, that's uh that's it, man. So this is uh the Profites Be Like podcast. I want to thank you guys for joining. Um, this is episode 30. Like they said, make sure y'all follow everything. Norma Zoo, Mr. Suitable. Um, support Bob Black Mizzou and be on the lookout for the Bob Black Mizzou uh, series within this podcast of us interviewing some of those businesses. Um, This is the Pro Fights Be Like podcast. I'm Mr. PBL and we out. Cut.